Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app at Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Do you know what the biggest unknown for hotel REITs here in the United States is now? According to our guest coming up on Taking Stock, it's inbound international travel implications, inbound into the U.S., that is, following the Brexit vote. I'm Kathleen Hayes, my co-host Pim Fox, on vacation this week, and I'm sure he loves travel. He's very sorry, I'm sure, that he's missing David Loeb, Senior Hotel Industry Research Analyst from Robert W. Baird & Co. in Milwaukee. David's also going to talk to us about summer travel, what that means for some of the big REITs and hotel chains. Let's get to Catherine Cowdery now. She's in the Bloomberg Newsroom with a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you, Kathleen. And Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by National Realty, providers of 100% satisfaction guaranteed New York City realty investments. See them at nria.net. The stock market is climbing for the first time since Britain voted to withdraw from the European Union. There's speculation that policymakers will take steps to limit any economic fallout. Investors are also encouraged by some U.S. data. Consumer confidence improved in June. Bloomberg's Vinny Del Judice has the details. The conference board's consumer confidence index advanced to 98 this month, the highest since October. Americans were more confident about current economic conditions as well as the months ahead. Separately, revised government data showed GDP expanded at a 1.1% annual rate in the first quarter, the weakest showing in a year. April home prices, meantime, rose 5.4% year-over-year, according to S&P Case-Shiller. At the Bloomberg First Word Desk, I'm Vidal Judice, Bloomberg Radio. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day. Dow Industrial Average is up 220 points, 1.3%, trading at 17,360. S&P 500 up 30 points, 1.5%, trading at 2,030. The Nasdaq is higher by 86 points, 1.9%, trading at 4,680. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil up $1.55 a barrel, 3.3% to 47.88. Spot Gold down $6.90 the ounce at 13.17.80. Ten-year Treasury down 4.30 seconds with a yield of of 1.45%. It's 3.32 on Wall Street. Let's get an update of some of the other stories we're following today right here on Bloomberg Radio. Thank you, Catherine. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Jill Schneider. This news update is brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today. Speaking during a campaign stop in Denver today, presumptive Democratic presidential nominee Hillary Clinton commented on the House Republicans' final report on the 2012 Benghazi attacks. No one has thought more about or lost more sleep over the lives that uh, uh, we lost, the four Americans, uh, which was devastating. Clinton also said it's clear that it's time to move on. Giving an economic address in Monessen, Pennsylvania today, likely Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump said the American dream will be possible for more people once he is in the White House. I want you to imagine a much better life and a life where you can believe in the American dream again. Right now, you can't do that. Trump also accused Hillary Clinton of killing American jobs through deals she made during her time as Secretary of State. 
People who want to apply for the TSA's pre-check program may soon have an easier time of it. The agency is opening three temporary enrollment centers at Penn Station and at hotels near JFK and Newark airports. The move follows increased demand for the airport security program, which lets passengers get through checkpoints more quickly. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Jill Schneider, and this is Bloomberg. Catherine? Thank you, and we're getting news of two explosions taking place at Istanbul's International Ataturk Airport. That's according to Turkey's Interior Ministry. The ministry says a number of people were injured. They're still not sure what caused the explosions. That's not immediately clear. An eyewitness told CNN Turk Television that the blast took place shortly after gunfire between police officers and unknown people near the airport's car park. And we will have more details as they become available. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. It's far too earlier, early to talk about the dust settling after the political earthquake caused by the UK's vote to leave the European Union. But already people are saying that there are important industries and companies that will be affected. David Loeb joins us now. He's Senior Hotel Industry Research Analyst at Robert W. Baird & Co. in Milwaukee. He covers hotel REITs, and he says there could be some very powerful effects fallout on these REITs after this big Brexit vote. David, welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. So hotel REITs are going to suffer. Why? Because there'll be too many people working on the Brexit and and what it's going to mean because the city of London will be hurt and the kind of people with the money in their pocket just hop in a plane and go on a business trip or even a a vacation are, are not going to be doing it. I think the biggest impact on the hotel industry, both on the hotel brands and on the hotel REITs, will be because of the changes in the value of currency. So if you look at the drop in the pound, for UK travelers looking to vacation in New York or come on a business trip to anywhere in the US, it's much more expensive today than it was last Thursday. That, I think, is the biggest direct impact. I think we will also see secondary impacts with businesses cutting back on on what are essentially the easiest variable expense to cut, which is business travel, until they understand the economic implications of this vote, what the timeline's likely to be, and and how it may directly impact their business. So give us a, give us a, even a you know hold that thumb up, squint your eye, just even some rough sense of how much travel from Europe or even more broadly around the world, because, again, if I'm a a business, I could have an office in Shanghai, same thing. I could still feel like i got to wonder what's going to happen with the Brexit, what it's going to do to my company. How much much is that a part of how the REITs and the hotels that are in those REITs are are doing business with these important parts of the world? Well, I think you're you're absolutely on to something here. We we live in a global world and there's a lot of travel from all regions of the world to all other regions of the world. In the in the US it's not just inbound travel from the UK or from the EU, it's travel from everywhere and within the US. So I think businesses that are 
are focused on global markets are reassessing, are pulling back, are stalling their decisions. That doesn't mean I'm calling for a downturn in demand. We've already seen a slowdown in demand for hotels, but I think it'll take a while before we see exactly how this how this plays out. But I think there will be there will be domestic implications as as companies look at what this means to their business and as they slow down and reassess, they will send fewer people on the road. Whether that's going from Cleveland to Washington DC or from Paris to New York those those cuts will have some impact on the industry I just have to ask you uh slow down in demand uh the sh- uh shutting down the Waldorf Astoria and I granted an older hotel but uh you know gosh just one of those Look, look at books, look at movies. The Waldorf is such a big part of New York City, Manhattan. A condo rebuild. Uh, is this, are, are they a hotel that was out of step with the times? Or, uh, why didn't somebody step up to say, no, 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 I'll buy it. Maybe I get a better deal. I mean, I get it a little bit cheap and, and fix it up and restore it to its glory and make a lot of money. The Waldorf is an iconic hotel. There's no question. It also sits on a full square block on Park Avenue, right near Grand Central Station, a fantastic location. I think the opportunity for the owner to put condominiums into that building is just so much that it offsets the fact that that it's such an iconic hotel. It will come back as a hotel, just as a much smaller hotel, perhaps five or 600 rooms, less than half of what it was before. So uh, it's interesting. That's that's the supply side of the equation. And New York has seen a lot of new rooms, and taking some rooms out for three years and then permanently for more than half of those rooms will certainly have a slight positive mm-hmm. impact on that market. But I think the remaining rooms will be more representative of the iconic stature of that hotel than a lot of the, the rooms that are exist today in that building. Okay. Uh, in a nutshell, final question. Summer travel, what are you seeing? What's important now? You've already seen a bit of a slowdown in demand. What's going to happen this summer? Well, leisure travel is a real bright spot. and The the second bright spot has been group, although even group is showing some signs of of corporate cutback. So I think your your news broadcast mentioned this crush to join the TSA PreCheck program. Airports are busy, busy, airlines are busy. I think hotels that cater to leisure travelers will be very busy this summer. Group activity is looking actually very strong this summer. The big wild card that on that is corporate transient travel, and I think that will be a little bit slower. So net-net, we may be flattish or slightly up this summer in terms of hotel occupancy, but I think particularly at national parks and tourist sites, All right. Thanks so much to David Loeb, Senior Hotel Industry Research Analyst at Robert W. Baird & Co. He's based in Milwaukee. He says that uh, there could be a reduction in inbound foreign travel to the United States a lot because, you know what, if your currency tanks, it makes it a lot more expensive to buy a plane ticket. I'm Kathleen Hayes, and this is Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio. Coming up on Taking Stock, Peter Cheer from Breen Capital. He's going to tell us why he thinks maybe the worst outcome from the Brexit vote is what could be facing the stock market.